Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned, where the horror commentary is so hot it comes straight from hell. I'm your host Ian, joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's it going buddy? I'm good, how are you? I'm fantastic, I'm doing so, so well. It's in the in the 60 seconds it's been since we recorded our last episode. Good, it's been so long since I've heard from you. I think the listeners probably just know by now that we record two at a time, right? <laughs> We don't always record two at a time, but, no, but we often been, fall we, behind. <laughs> we've we, we've been doing two at a time for a number of weeks now. It's not like we planned it that way. No, well, I kind of planned it this month because I wanted to get lo- I wanted to get lot quite a lot of content out this month. So, with it being October and all, so well, maybe you know once we try and get ourselves back ahead, and we'll we'll calm ourselves back down to one a week. Yeah. Which um, I think will will be I think will happen after next week. I think we're doing two next week, and then we're going back to one a week. So right something like that. anyways the listeners they don't they, they got they guys don't care about that we are a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time if you would like to support us across our social media platforms you can do so we are on twitter at damned podcast we're on facebook and instagram at pod of the damned you can support us on patreon patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned you can sign up there from just one pound per month and don't forget you can find this podcast across all major podcasting platforms apple Podcasts, spotify google music amazon music good pod stitcher spreaker we're on all the major podcast platforms don't forget whichever podcast platform you are listening on leave us a rating leave us a review um you know if you're listening on apple try if, if you really love the show leave us a five star rating say a few words it literally takes a few seconds and you know it helps us with the algorithms and it makes us feel good about our show as well if you hate the show leave us a fucking one star review and i'll roast you next week um <laughs> so we'll uh we'll see how many we'll see how many one star reviews we get in between now and this speaking of one star this is episode number 55 and in today's show we're talking about hubie halloween which is nico's uh halloween horror movie pick for the week um why did you pick this nico because i hadn't seen it before and i knew you hadn't either but there, there, there was there was a lot of movies uh that were based on because i gave you the remit of you need to pick a, just a halloween themed horror movie which so it's either takes place on halloween or you know has some th- sort of connection with the actual holiday of halloween itself that was the remit yeah. and yeah. You, you have successfully fil- fulfilled that remit but you could have picked so much Else. I thought, like, there's a reason I picked it, and that's because, plain and simple, I tend to enjoy ones that both of us haven't seen yet. It's interesting to know, because we don't tell each other what we think of a movie no. until we're actually recording. Obviously, so, there's certain obviously why. there's certain films that we just know what each other thinks about it. Like, if we were yeah, to go and... Yeah, you plainly know that you'll like it, or yeah, you'll hate but, it. but, like you say, not like, if we, we, don't, we don't go out of our way to discuss... Um, the movies that we are covering and i think that's what that's one of the things that i really want to make about this show is i didn't want i want this show to be sort of true and raw reactions to each other as well as the films that we talk about so we really don't discuss how we feel about the movies obviously you know apart from the odd jokes here and there um but we really don't discuss like our sort of in-depth thoughts about a movie before we come on air so what you're hearing is a first-time conversation that we have about this yeah, um, you so hear you... what we think about this and the reaction to what the other person is genuine. Yeah. It's like, so if that... I think you're smoking crack, I'll tell you that. Exactly. And if I think you've picked one of the worst fucking films I've ever seen of all time, then I'll tell you that as well. <laughs> um, but what, you don't um, think this is a masterpiece, though? I, I do not think this is a masterpiece. Before, okay. before we get into it, Nico, this is the 52nd movie that we have covered on the show. Given what you know about our leaderboard... Where do you think Hubie Halloween is going to land? 40-odd. You think it's going to be right down there at the bottom? Not right at the bottom, but close to it. Okay, so what are you going for? High 40s, low 40s? Mid 40s? Go mid 40s, fuck it. So if you're saying 45th, let's say, that would give it, you would have to score a 5 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Oh well, uh, shall we get into it then? Go for it. Right, in today's show we are talking about Hubie Halloween. 
Well, hello, my ghouls and goblins. I know you've got your costumes picked out for the frightful festivities. And I hope you all get more treats than tricks. Halloween's upon us! Guy, Hubie Dubois is the nicest guy in this town. Here is some happy Halloween word searches. You can pass it out to the kids. Thank you so much. As a trained volunteer, I know what it's like when your spooky fun gets out of hand. <laughs> oh, Richard, no, no, no. The supermarket's selling expired bacon. Janet at the library has not been herself lately. I heard a voice in the sewer. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize her. Pretty impressive how long he's been a loser. Oh, messing with Shuby Dubois. Murder! Ah! Salem tradition. <laughs> you gotta expect a scare here or there. There's something off in this town. Ah! Mr. Lambert? Oh. Is that you? Salem PD? Yes, officer. This is Hubie Dubois. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look up. Salem needs me. When you're alone. What are you going to do, Mr. Dubois? We're going to do every October 31st. Make sure every citizen is protected. No one in Salem is safe tonight. So would you lose your thermos? Oh, that'll never happen. Anyway. Oh, mystery here. Oh. Cuba! I know who did this. Not now, UB. Mayor, I suggest we cancel Halloween immediately. We ain't canceling a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Dateline NBC shit. You're the best person I know. That's why you're a hero. This movie was released in 2020, was directed by Stephen Brill, stars Adam Sandler, Kevin James and Julie Bowen. The IMDb plot is as follows. Despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. Right. I think... Any feelings that people have in this movie is purely predicated on whether or not you like Adam Sandler movies or not. Yes, because this is basically like this is the Water Boy, but does Halloween? It is a. It is exactly that because he's he's doing his stupid Adam Sandler voice thing, face that, thing that he does. Now here's the thing: I like Water Boy, and I like Billy Madison and a few of the other ones, right? I'm not gonna lie; there are a couple of Adam Sandler movies that I like. Okay, so what ones do you like? I like The Water Boy. Yes. That's probably my favourite. Um, I like um, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. That's probably about it. I think I like Big Daddy, actually. Not a fan of that. I like Little Nicky. Mm, but when you actually look at how many Adam Sandler movies there are... I mean, we're talking about his comedy movies. He's done a couple of serious movies. Ah. Lately as well. This is definitely not one of them. This is obviously definitely not one of them. But you know, he was he was being talked about in like Oscar nominations and that like a couple of years ago yeah. for Uncut Gems. Yeah. Is that, is that the name of the movie, Uncut Gems? I genuinely can't remember. I think it was. I he was um, so it's yeah. so like I'm I'm not I'm not discrediting his performances as an actor. He's all, he's a very capable actor. 
Yeah. However, I just don't think he makes good, funny films. With a few exceptions. And don't get me wrong, there was a couple of moments in this movie that I found funny. Yes. But they didn't have anything to do with Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. Um, And I'll, I'll obviously get into that. For me, Adam Sandler has way more misses than hits when it comes to his comedy movies. And this is, for me, it's just another one of his misses. Fair enough. I just don't, I don't find him particularly funny. He's not my style of humour. I think it's way too lowbrow humour for me. And I'm not sitting here saying that I don't like lowbrow humour because there's a, there's a time and a place for it. But This is the lowest brow humour. Well, well, give me... Do you like this film? Is, like, are you... The first time viewing for you as well, what were your initial reactions to it? So, like, there was a few times I laughed in it. Like, it's so weird. It's like, the, like, the way that this movie is, it's like somebody... I think this is how he pitched it. He went, I'm going to do the Waterboy at Halloween. And they went, ah, fair enough. And then he's like, but I'm going to make him have Batman stuff. And they just went, oh, interesting. And then that's it. He's just went, fuck, I've got to make this now. I mean, I think, I think, I think one of our listeners says it earlier on. He's clearly just having fun with his friends at this point. Exactly. Hundred yeah. percent. You, you kind of, you've got to, you kind of got to respect that. You know. And he's. He's basically went to his mates at Saturday Night Live who are there now that he's went, right, you aren't that famous yet, come in and we'll get you parts in this. Yeah, and he's obviously got all of his old classics in there, you know, Kevin James is in there, you know, he's worked with Julie Bowen before, and Ben Stiller has a cameo, and Steve Buscemi's in this, and you know, Rob Schneider, so it's all of his old pals and buddies as well. How the fuck did he get really hot in this? Well, I mean... I feel like Ray Liotta at that point was just in a, a point of his career where he was just kind of do anything, wouldn't he? But yeah, the, the, he even gets Shaq. Like, I know Shaq is one of his mates, but... Well, him and Shaq have worked together before. Yeah, but that, I must admit, that bit is funny with the radio guy. That's, that's one of the bits I was talking about. Like, like when I'm, he comes I'm in, and he's the, yeah, what you thought was the female uh, radio announcer. The hot, sexy female yeah, radio announcer. Yeah, that, that was... That was really fucking funny. I love that part. I'll but my favourite bit isn't that bit. My is it, favorite is, bit is, is his wife. Yeah. When it's like, oh, when I hear your real voice, this is my real voice. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, I, like, what the fuck? I honestly loved that part of the film. I really, really fucking did. Um, it, I think the it, other part I find hilarious is um, his mum's t-shirts. Yeah, I was just about to say, and his mum's t-shirts are Boner Donor. Boner Donor, <laughs> and kayaking gets me wet, and, um, <laughs> oh, what, what's, there's, there's, there's a few others, I can't remember what they are, all are, I should have, written, I, should, I should have written them down, but that was definitely a highlight for me as well. How quick did you work out she was the bad guy? I didn't. Really? You know why I didn't? Because I was ha- I was hating the movie so much that I kind of lost interest. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm like I'm not doing that to just shit on the film, but yeah, I kind of just lost interest. There was a quite a f- one of the things I found with this movie was that there was quite a few different moments in it where I kind of found myself zoning out completely. Yeah, like there was parts of it like when he's at the haunted house and. He's going back to see uh, Walter, and like there was just whole sections of this movie that I watched. But you know when you just kind of disassociate from the world. Yeah. I kind of did that like four times during this film. Where, where, where your phone starts hovering towards your hand, you mean? Yeah. Well, no, not even that. Like I'm just sort of I'm staring at the screen, but nothing's registering. If you get what I mean, like I'm looking at it. I've just watched five minutes of film but I couldn't actually tell you anything that happened in that five minutes of film. Because I, I'm paying attention, but the information's just not going in. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to let, I don't know if I want to label this movie. I, I don't want to know if I want to say I was bored by it. I think this movie overstays its welcome. It's I too- think it's all been done before and you've seen it from him. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing, and um, if you look into the trivia for this film, there's um, if you go into the trivia section on IMDb, it lists 
essentially all of the tributes that this movie makes to other Adam Sandler films. Jesus. And it's like, right, okay, at what point... Like, it's fine to have the odd reference here and there. Um, but when you've got essentially the same cast as you've had for the majority of your films, we know this is all your friends, and you're just heavily referencing other films. So, like, there's the sheet that's got piss stains on them, which is obviously a reference to the Waterboy. Um, there's the old... Um, the old-fashioned dress lady, which is a reference to Billy Madison. Dodgeball in school, which is Billy Madison. Nurse Orderly is Happily Gilmore. Got You Oddly is Billy Madison. Love Interest with Julie Bowens happened in Happy Gilmore. The Burt Reynolds poster is the longest yard. You know, you know, like Devil Mask on the Priest is Little Nicky. Like these are all things that we've seen him do before. I did like the longest yard reference. I'm not gonna lie. But that, but like that's that, that that's fine. That's a little yeah. individual thing that we can like. There, yeah. that that's not holding this movie together, though. No, no, uh, that no. Just being that was one of the ones. Like the rest of them, I was like, for fuck's sake, yeah, we've seen it before. And but that one I did like because he's a legend in my opinion. I just but, um, I'm also just fucking tired of this Adam Sandler voice face expression thing that he does. Yeah, the sloped jaw and. Like, didn't he get one of his kids in this or something? I both, I, two of his kids and his wife is in this at some point. Oh, right, okay. Like, and it's, that's something he has done before. Um, I Listen, I think some of the other cast are good, yeah. and I think some of the other cast are funny. I really like um, the actress who plays Hubie's mum, June Squibb. I think she's yeah. really funny in this. I think Tim Meadows, who plays Mr. Hennessy, is really funny in this. I think Steve Buscemi's good in this. Shaq's yeah, in... Like, like the whole werewolf thing, that's hysterical, I thought. Yeah. Because um, it, it does kind of throw you a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you're not like, really... It's hinted at that, and it's like, you know for a fact it's not going to be that. But he does have, like, hairy arms at one point, and you're just, you're just <laughs> like, a little bit confused by the whole situation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that that bit did tickle me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, obviously, you know the sh- shark's hilarious in this. Like, yeah. So, um, there are really good performances in this. Well, I say really good performances. Maybe that's a bit of a stretch. There are Keenan's in this. Yeah, like um, he's the sergeant. I do like him. Like every single time he's there with Adam Sandler, he genuinely has the what the fuck face, you know, oh my god, I'm dealing with this shit again. Yeah, like, like, I can't it, believe it I like fucking signed on you know to I mean? be in this fucking film. Yeah, but I think he's the one that's probably having the most fun in it. Yeah, I mean, so, like, there are aspects of this, um, this isn't, I'm gonna be, like, I'm trying to be as fair as I can, because when I was watching this, I wasn't really sure how I was gonna rate this film, in terms of, like, yeah. what criteria do I rate this against? Because, you know, yeah. when we were talking about our last movie, Trick or Treat, you know, if you're talking about that in terms of anthology movies, it's easily one of the best anthology movies. But is it going to be yeah. one of the best, like, horror films of all time? Probably not. Yeah. Like, but it's definitely up there for one of the best ho- anthology movies. So I was like, do I rate this against other horror comedies? Which I think is probably relatively fair, but I think this is just as in general a bad film. But there are still aspects of it I like. You know what I mean? So it makes it like a really difficult yeah. thing for me to like try and put it together. I think if you compare it to other horror comedies, and you know, there's always sort of two or three that we talk about as being top tier. You know, you're talking about Shaun of the Dead. You're talking about Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Even the this ones doesn't touch them. This doesn't even fucking lay a glove on them. Even the ones exactly. that are maybe you know, not considered quite as big on the comedy, but definitely has comedy aspects. Things like Dog Soldiers, for example, that we talked about recently. Definitely yeah. comedy aspects, but with less focus on that, perhaps. Um, you know, you talk about... You, looking. I'm looking through the list of movies that we've done before. Look at things like Gremlins. Yeah. I don't think this movie really lays, lays a glove on that either. Look at Arachnophobia with um, John, Good, um, John Goodman. You know, really funny art character. Don't particularly think this movie lays a glove on that either. Continuing to go down this list of films that we've done, things like Krampus. You know, if we're talking yeah. about like a, 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 a holiday-themed film, I think Krampus is a better movie than this. Um, nah. 
Hocus Pocus is a better movie than this. You know, you know what I'm saying. So you, you get the point I'm making. You know, I personally... I think this is a horror. I well, not a horror movie. I think this is a Halloween movie for folk that don't like horrors. That's what I think this is. But it's not a good Halloween film either. Yeah, but that's what I mean by that. I'm meaning this is like one of those ones that's you can chuck it on for the kids being there and fucking leave them to vegetate in front of it for a while to give you a break while you're doing the house yeah that's what this is so without obviously giving away your rating which we'll get into later in the later in the episode what are just like your overall thoughts would you recommend this movie to people yes and no uh yes because i know people that like that type of comedy like the adam sandler type of shit and don't get me wrong, I'm one of them people who does like that low ball fucking comedy as well. But on the flip side, no, because there's so much better like Halloween and horror comedies that are out there. There's so much better that you could introduce them to. This this feels like it's for somebody that's not really that into Halloween, not really that into horror, but mm-hmm. they want to feel like they're into it if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I definitely think this is one that, you, like you say, you can chuck on for the kids as well. Yeah. And, you know, they're not going to be too scared by this. They're not going to get... If they are, there's something wrong. They're not going to get all the jokes, obviously. I don't think they're going to... Depending on how young they are, I'm not sure they're all going to know what a boner is. Um, uh. But, yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree with you. But I, I think I'm. I think I'm just generally a little bit lower on this than you are. I think this this is not for me. I think when you're watch like you know when your favorite favorite horror comedies are as as we said earlier things like Shaun of the Dead and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I can't in all consciousness go in and say, oh yeah, Hubie Halloween. That's a good horror comedy because it's uh, it's it doesn't even lace the boots of those two films. I agree with you totally on that. So. I definitely uh, get that. I get that vibes. Um, like, I mean, we, we've kind of talked about the other performances. I like this. It's got... I don't know, because there's not huge amounts to hate about this movie. I like the fact that this, this film does come with a message. You know, it does yeah. have moral... Uh, it does have a moral. It does have messages on, you know, bullying and... Yeah, you know, I think, and I, I do kind of like that as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you think that was important for this film to have any likability? Because if it didn't have that, would it, would this film then have just been a complete nothing? Sort of, and yeah, like it's it's a hard one to talk about this movie because it feels like I've just watched that just bog standard, like. Adam Sandler movie, but it's just got it just happens to be at Halloween. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Because like the... I like I love the thermos thing. I thought that was hysterical. All the shit that it can do. Oh no, I see. See, I think the total opposite. I think that was fucking stupid. See, I I like that. It was it tickled me, especially when Hans and their thermoses at the end. Oh yeah, and one's got a flare gun and one's got a hair dryer. Yeah. I mean, you're, this is the thing, like, you're laughing, I'm actually rolling my eyes, because yeah. I thought that was so fucking dumb. Well, yeah, that's why I was laughing at it, because it is fucking dumb. Yeah, but not funny dumb. See, I thought it was. Does this, could this be in a conversation for you about being so bad it's good? That's no, not good in any way, shape, or yeah. form, but there's bits in it that made me fucking laugh. But then, does that make it successful in its, achieve, in its goals? This is what we're saying, like, this is why I think this is so difficult for me, because there are moments in this that are genuinely funny. Yeah. But... That's the same for me. Does it make this a successful movie, then? See, it's... It, this is a hard one to talk about, because it's not good, There, but there are bits that make you laugh. It's exactly what it is. It's like the Ron Seal... It's, it does exactly what it says in the tin. It's an Adam Sandler movie. You know what you're getting. And it all depends on if you like him or not. So... And this, is the thing, this is the thing, like, I don't dislike Adam Sandler. I just dislike a lot of his films. 
See, I like Odd Thunder, and there's a, quite a few of them I do like. But this is not one of the ones that I would recommend for an Adam Sandler movie. But it's not the worst one either, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, let's. I'm, I'm looking at his filmography right now uh, and trying to look at maybe some of his bigger hits. So you've obviously got Billy Madison. Uh, I like that one. Happy Gilmore. Love that. The Wedding Happy Singer. Happy Learn to Put. The Wedding Singer. See, I like The Wedding Singer as well. Uh, oh, that's that's one that most people hate. The the water boy, love it. Uh, Big Daddy. Mm, it was alright. Little Nicky, loved it. Mister Deeds. Fucking okay. mm. anger management. That was alright. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's I mean there's loads. I'm not going to sit here and go through all of them, but you've got things like the Longest Yard, Click. 51st Dates, uh, Don't Mess With Zohan, Grown Ups. I mean, these are all terrible films, right? Zohan's good. Oh, go away. Like, that's... No. I love Zohan. Why? Look at it. Look at it. It's so big. What? It's not that big. They push. They push. It's so big. <laughs> I love that sort of shit. I need to... Uh... I need to find a tumbleweed sound effect. <laughs> Thank you. Because that was awful. I'd please never do that again. <laughs> like where they're playing tennis with a grenade in Zohan. That's funny. No, it's not. Um, listen, look, the, everyone has very different um, tastes and opinions when it comes to comedy, specifically. Yeah. I feel like it's it's one of those things where you know, horror is subjective. Different people are scared by different things, but if you're a fan of the genre, there's certain things that you'll just generally agree upon, right? Obviously, there's exceptions yeah. to the rules, but, yeah. you know, everyone, you know, you know, what, you know what I'm getting at. Comedy, on the other hand, is something that's so subjective to the individual person that there's no, there's, there's sometimes just no agreeing. It's, on. it's the, my mate said it perfectly when he was like that. And it was when there was a guy in a trench coat bunny hopped over a fence and caught the bottom of his trench coat and fell flat on his puss. And we were fucking rolling. I mean, we were rolling. And he goes, see, comedy's like that. And I'm like, like what? And he goes, well, look at that two foot there. Like, oh my God, is he all right? Whilst we were just like, fucking dickhead. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's like one thing that somebody could find absolutely hysterical is what another person can find absolutely distasteful. Yeah, exactly. No, it's 100% correct. And that's what I think makes this such a difficult thing because it's because it's not something that is universally loved like Shaun of the Dead. And I know I keep going back to that, but it is the benchmark, isn't it? When it comes mm. to horror comedies. Tucker and Dale's the benchmark. I'd say. No, I would say. Well, there you go. See, even we're disagreeing on that, but we yeah. would, like we both agree that those are like the two, but like two of the best, right? Yeah. So it is, and and I think if you were to go across the horror fandom and say to people, but, "What's the best horror comedy of all time?" The majority of people would say either Shaun of the Dead or Tucker and Dale versus Evil. But then you've got the other camp that would say stuff like Zombieland, because I know people that would. Say no that one would too. say Zombieland. Oh no, you'd be amazed at how much yeah, you and your two pals. Okay, that's fine. No one's thinking that Zombieland more is the than best. Two no one thinks Zombieland is the best horror comedy movie of all time. Bob, Doug, I can guarantee there's a few. Ah, that, okay, right. there you I go. will put it out as as, a, as our listener question of the week, asking yeah. now, people. I'm not on that comp that says it is. I'll put you know this me, out it, as our listener I... question of the week, asking people what their favorite horror comedy is. And yeah. I guarantee you, less than 5% of people will say Zombieland. Yeah, but that's our audience. Like, I don't think our audience would that's be That's not just our audience, Land. that's also all of so, like all of our followers on social media. Not all of our followers listen to... You know what social media is like? I know. We have, we have you know, 2,500 followers on Twitter. We don't get 2,500 downloads per episode, unfortunately. Yeah. If you're listening to this, tell your friends about us and get us two and a half thousand downloads per episode. We might uh, we might get a wee sponsorship out of that. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, I'm going with like less than five percent of responses would say Zombieland. I think it would be even I, lower than that. I'm just giving myself a little bit of wiggle room. I would agree with you on that, but see, if you're on a building site, it'll be a lot higher. It's know your audience. You know what I mean? I completely disagree. I I genuinely just don't think there's that many people out there that would ever say Zombieland. Oh no, total total tiny minority. I have fought that battle on many occasions. That's how annoying that is. Like, I don't get me wrong. I quite like Zombieland, but I don't think it's a patch on half. I'm not of the saying you're saying I dislike the film. I do. I like Zombieland. Uh, it's not even fucking close to some of these other ones that we're talking about. I agree with you, and that's the point I'm making. Like, I fight that battle with them saying that there are so much better ones and they still go no uh, Woody Harrelson's better doing this and fucking oh when they're doing the rules and stuff and you're like yeah but fucking watch this and tell me it's not better and they do and they go oh no it was alright but still Zombieland's better and you're like no you need new friends so it's a building site you need new work workies <laughs> workmates right, you do you just need to Get new people. That's all. Um, just get new people. Just get new people. Um, what we'll do is we'll start killing zombie land lovers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> to be honest, I'm pretty sure they'd like that actual that, apocalypse that be, to happen. That could be this year's annual purge. See, I would love an annual purge. <laughs> oh, here we go again. Nico with it. I'll fucking kick everyone's teeth in. Here he goes. No, I've just got a list of folk I'd like to kill. No. Fucking hell. <laughs> Oh, come on. There's at least one or two folk you'd like to fucking do. How how long before I'm on that list? What do you mean, how long till you're on it? (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Uh, Do you think think people would purge? Oh, guaranteed, yeah. As soon as the first person committed a murder, everyone would be like, what's going to happen to them? Nothing's happened to them. Nothing's happened. Right, fuck it, let's do this. I don't think people... I think people would do other crimes. Oh yeah, there's heaps more other crimes that you would do. But that would be the one to unleash the gates of hell. Mm, I don't think I would purge. I would definitely purge. I wouldn't 100%. Purge. I wouldn't purge. Do, do you know what I would, the first thing I would do purge-wise? Go on then. Make myself loaded. Steal, what, rob a bank? Like, not just fucking, fuck your bags, rob your local dealer. <laughs> your dealer might be packing. Exactly, which means you get free fucking guns and ammo to go with it. Okay, there's Nico being all cavalier, thinking he's one of the expendables. No, you just make it look like you're fucking, right, I'm going out to fucking get this done, and then you're like, yeah, I'm tooled up, let's go. Well, I would have a quiet night in, thank you very much. Ah, you'd be one of them getting home invaded, would you? No, no, I'd I'd make sure that um, I was well protected. I just wouldn't purge. Oh, boo. So, put it this way, somebody breaks in during the purge, you wouldn't kill them? I, it, not if I could help it. Fuck off. You so would. You'd be like, fucking, say it's fucking your gaffer comes in because he's got a problem with you just for shits and giggles, right? You're telling me that you'd be like, you're coming at me to kill me over this petty shit and you think I'm not going to slit your throat. Oh, um, I would... I would wait. See, because this is the thing, Nico, right? I'm way more devious than you. Right? And my your cat agrees with me. <laughs> I was thinking that! That was weird timing! And, Did you uh, what I would do is, I would capture them. Yeah? Yeah. And I would... Uh, <laughs> I would capture them, right? And I would keep them kidnapped until the purge was over. And then I would frame them for say trying to kill me after the purge hours, <laughs> so they get done for it. So then they'd get done for attempted murder. Well, that's that's cute. I'd rather make sure that they just to date the following purge. Well, if they try again, then I would just do the exact same thing again, and then they go uh, down for even longer. I'm clearly well, that, I've done it once. I'm clearly smarter than them. Well, yeah, but... Can I just point out at this point, this is how little I want to fucking talk about Hubie Halloween, because we've just (laughs) spent the last, like, eight minutes talking about The Purge. A movie we've not even covered before on the show. We need to cover The Purge now. 
We will cover the purge at some point. Yeah. Um. Up next on the show. <laughs> no, I'm joking. The um, purge. <laughs> that. But that's 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 a sign of how we really feel about Hubie Halloween, right? Yeah. Like it's just I I I like. I know what we were saying earlier. It's always really interesting to hear what we think of a first time watch on a movie. Yeah. But I really don't have much else to say about this. I get you, I get you. Like, do you have anything else about Hubie Halloween specifically that you want to bring up? Not really, no. No. I, I don't have anything else. Do, shall we just move on and go to the trivia? Well, this could, this will just have to be like a slightly shorter episode than normal. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that, would you? The shortest episode possible is Hubie Halloween. Well, like, I, honestly, like, what else is there to talk about? It's it's an Adam Sandler movie set at Halloween. There, I've covered all the bases. That, that's here. literally it. Like, that is literally it. It hits all the bases that Adam Sandler movies usually hit. Yeah, yeah. well done. If you like Adam Sandler movies, you'll find this funny. If you don't like Adam Sandler movies, you won't. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Shall we move on? <laughs> Go for it. Okay. Uh, well, let's move on to our next segment then. And we'll talk about some of the trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. Now, obviously, because this was a Netflix uh, original, there's no finances to go with this movie. Um, I don't remember there being that much fanfare about it when it came out. There was a few people who were talking about it. It was very polarizing, as you would expect, I think. From Adam Sandler, all Adam Sandler movie. Like I say, if you like that style of comedy, you'll think it's funny, and if you don't, you won't. Um, there was yeah. so, and we'll obviously get into that as well um, when we do some of the ratings and reviews. Um, after the release of this movie, uh, Boston TV radio uh, news station WHDH announced that one of the reporters, uh, Elena Pinto, who actually appeared in this movie as one of the reporters, um got fired because it violated her exclusive contract with the news station. Fuck off, really? So they fired her. For being in this movie? For being in this movie. Do you think it was worth it? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think it I think it's really, really fucking shitty of the news station. Yeah, same. Like, I think that's really fucking shitty of the news station, so, you know... I'm not uh, being a dick. If you've got a reporter that's in a movie as a reporter, is that not good for your station? Yeah, you'd think so. I, I That was the other thing I found funny, because it was all the rage in 2020, 2019, 2020, every fucking woman dressed up as Harley Quinn. Yeah. I did find that funny too, yeah. I, I found that quite funny. Oh my god, your Harley costume! Oh my god! And specifically, there were Margot Robbie's Harley, Qu- Harley Quinn. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie, I I have very little issue with. Yes. I, I, I'm perfectly fine with people dressing up for that as Halloween. Anyways, um, Hubie obviously has his Swiss Army style thermos flask. Some of the yeah. uses of, throughout the film of his thermos flask, it was used as a vacuum cleaner, a telescope, a trowel, an umbrella, an electric screwdriver, a torch, an inhaler, a megaphone, a grappling hook, a blender, pepper spray, and lastly, a thermos flask. <laughs> And of course, we had the flare gun in the hair dryer as well. It's when he's mixing the soup that is vile, by the way. <laughs> um, Hubie lives on Elm Street, which is obviously um, a nod to a nightmare on Elm Street. Is um, it? Yeah. Did you not? Did would you not have gotten that? Um, no. There are several point of view <laughs> shots from the mask eye holes of Richard Hartman which is a tribute to young Michael Myers in the opening shots of Halloween. They do So there's loads of references to classic Halloween films in here. Um, it's been yeah. heavily speculated that Adam Sandler made this movie as retaliation for not getting an Oscar nomination for Uncut Gems. Really? So he's obviously gone, you're not going to nominate me when I actually do fucking really good. Here's the biggest pile of shit I can make. Uh, finally, obviously, the final reveal of Hubie's mother being the the kidnapper um, and seeking revenge on those who made fun of her son is an homage to, of course, Pamela Voorhees in Friday the 13th. So they, they yeah. reference all the sort of major slasher franchises and, and things like that, which I think is a nice little touch. I like stuff like that. I'm not going to lie, I did like the, the basically Jason reference, but 
wrong fucking date, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, I'm actually going to quickly look up Hub- Hubie's mother's C t-shirts because I feel like there's a couple of really good ones that we missed out on. Um, yeah. Like the the boner donor, and she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's like, bon- right, so try to explain it. There's boner donor. There's uh, I shaved my balls for this. Yeah. Um, her friend wears one saying it's not going to lick itself. <laughs> yeah. There's happy Halloweener with an arrow pointing down. There's I'd hit that with a pair of boxing gloves. Aye. Uh, <laughs> if you can read this, you're in fart range. I don't remember that one. There's Muffs Diving School. Yeah. Um. There's kayaking, and then there's kayaking gets me wet. Yeah. So, there we go. Definitely one of the highlights of the movie. <laughs> uh, no, that's... Shark, shark is 100% the highlight of the movie. Shark is the highlight of the movie. I would definitely give you that one. We'll never be... In... I don't think we'll ever agree with something more. Yeah. Um. Is there any other bits of trivia that you know of that you want to bring up before we move on? Uh, no, because this is awful. This is awful. Okay, let's move on to our final segment then, and we'll talk about the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. As always, we'll start off with the critic scores. IMDB scored this movie a 5.2 out of 10. Metacritic scored at a 5.3. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics and audience scored this, Nico? 50-50. 50 on both. You're actually really close. The Rotten Tomatoes critics scored at 51%. The Rotten Tomatoes audience scored at 44%. So you're really close with both. Critics consensus. Uh, viewers immune to its star's charms won't find much of a treat, but Hubie Halloween is sweet enough to satisfy fans of Adam Sandler's antics. Uh, as always, we throw it out to you guys, our audience, our listeners, our followers on social media, asking for your guys' opinions, and we'll read out a few of them on the show. Scott Dowdell says, Sandler obviously just having fun with his mates, which I think is boss, but they don't take themselves seriously. 7 out of 10. Rolf says, this was almost as bad as Ridiculous 6. 2 out of 10. Count Dustula says, 8 out of 10. I love the Halloween spectacle, and I'm basing it off Adam Sandler's other movies in terms of personal enjoyability. Galileo Jones gives it a 6 out of 10. It's stupid, silly, goofy, and pointless. I love it. Not as terrible as Little Nicky, but not as great as Hotel Transylvania. Mina Odd also gives it a 6 out of 10. I love Hubie. It's in my top 5 for comedy horror, with Tucker and Dale taking the top spot, obviously. Uh, Dissect That Horror says 7 out of 10. Uh, it's a great movie to throw on in the background when you're doing stuff around the house. doesn't take itself so seriously, and I appreciate that. And finally, Elaine McKay gives it a 5 out of 10. Not one I'd pay money to see, but not one that I was wishing for my time back either. On average, you guys, our listeners and followers, gave this movie a 5.5 out of 10. So you're pretty much in range there with all the critics. Slightly above, but only ever so slightly. Nico, on a scale of 0 to 10... What will you rate Hubie Halloween? See, I said 50-50 on that because that's what I feel this is. It's like a... It's, it's not the best. It's, it's certainly fucking close to the worst. But I reckon it's a five from me. A five? You think it's slap bang in the middle there? Yeah, because like, as you said, the funny stuff in it isn't really Sandler, but it's an Adam Sandler film. Yeah. And that that's the thing for it. I think the other folk lift it rather than him. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I can definitely get on board with that. I'm of a similar sort of. I think we're pretty similar on this. I think you're probably just ever so slightly higher on this film than I am. Um, that's not to say that you, you know, really like it or anything like that. I think you're maybe just a little bit more forgiving of some of the ho- some of the comedy that than I am. But I think we both agree on what the high points of this movie are. We love Shaq. Uh, we love you know Hubie's mum. Some of the other characters have some really good moments as well. I like the fact that it's got a message. But overall, for me, this is a movie that, to be quite frank with you, that I almost, like, despite the fact that I watched it all the way through, about 50% of it didn't register because I completely disassociated from it. So I'm going to give it a four. Right. Which I think is about as fair as I can be. I think that's totally fair. Um, So, given that, all my scores combined with the critic scores gives Hubie Halloween an average score of 4.9 out of 10 and puts it in 46th place of the now 52 movies that we've covered on the show. So, Nico, you were just one place out. 
you, you were uh, putting it slap bang in 45th so yeah. um, there you go and speaking of horror comedies because there's quite a lot of horror comedies down near the bottom now uh, it's one place above Zombievers and one place below Cockneys versus Zombies see yeah, I put it above Cockneys versus Zombies see but... I think that's right I think I would probably watch this over Zombievers again but I would rather watch Cockneys versus Zombies mm. yeah maybe I don't know I think it's close yeah, and um, I think I'd watch this over Cockneys vs. Zombies, because I think that's one of the ones you've got to watch after a while, whilst this is just turn your brain off and have it in the background. Yeah, but it means Hubie Halloween just narrowly avoids being the newest member in the bottom five. Yeah. So, um, I don't quite think this is bottom five material. Right. Um. Anyways, but, you know, it's it's really not that far above it. There's a, there's a couple of movies in the bottom five that I don't think probably... Well, at least one movie in the bottom five that I don't think should be in the bottom five, but everyone else did, apparently, so... What movie is that? Hum, uh, Human Centipede. Uh, yeah, it should definitely be down there itself. No, I think Human Centipede should at least be a good 10 to 15 places higher on our leaderboard. Shocking. <laughs> anyways uh, that is gonna do it for this week's show that's our halloween movies covered nico we've done we've done all our movies for halloween so you know we've 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 covered quite a lot this month we've talked about a lot of different movies obviously we've had hubie halloween today we did trick-or-treat last week uh we've done dog soldiers we've done the strangers we've done halloween 3 season of the witch I've also released a couple of mini-sodes on Hocus Pocus 2 and Halloween Ends. There's been a Patreon exclusive on Hellraiser. So I think we've given out, you know, a lot of good content this month. Yeah. Um, any, what's your, what's, out of all those movies, Nico, I think I know what your answer is going to be for this. Yeah, what's just been, say it for what's me. Been, is Dog Soldier's been your favourite? Yeah, there you, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I think I'm probably there as well with you. I think Dog Soldier's probably been my favourite out of all the movies that we've covered. But What's your worst one, though? I mean, if you're looking at it on official ratings of what we've rated the movies, then it would be Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah. Um, that's the lowest rated of all those movies. I don't think Hubie Halloween's that far above it, though. Yeah, but I'd, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, that, that would be the highlight and the low light of yeah. this season, basically. Yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, we're moving on. Uh, November is coming up. The theme for November is sequels. Nico, we're talking about sequels in November. I like a good sequel. I like a good sequel. The poll is up on our social media. Um, it may already be done, in fairness, by the time this uh, episode is released, but the poll is currently up across our social media, asking for you guys to give us your listener pick choice. Uh, and you have four choices. The listener picks, you can either choose uh, Saw 2, Child's Play 2, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, or Scream 2. Um, so there's polls currently up on our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook page. Any particular one that you'd prefer out of those four, Nico? No, I'm fine doing all of them. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so get some sequels in your brain. We're not every single movie we're going to do throughout November is going to be a sequel. I have one or two lined up because just with the way certain guests have fallen... Um, I think we're going to have to put out at least one, maybe two episodes that aren't sequels. But the majority of our month will be sequel-based. And then, of course, it'll be December. So uh, everything's going to be Christmas-based. That's the sort of plan for the, the show moving forward, is I think we're going to do sort of themed months. Yeah. Um. Obviously, this has been October. We've done Halloween-themed, well, largely Halloween-themed films. Um. Obviously, again, we've had a couple of different ones in there. But... I think moving forward, that's going to be sort of the general theme. We're going to pick a theme of the month and we're going to try and stick yeah. to that. So um, anyways, uh, Nico, as always, thank you so, so much for joining me. Thank you for having me on again. No problem at all. Uh, don't forget, if you would like to support us across our social medias, you can do so. We're on Twitter at Damn Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. Um, as I was saying, not every movie is going to be sequel uh, 
based next month. Up next on the show, uh, a good friend of the show, Candy, is going to be returning to the podcast and we're going to be talking about Saint Maud. This is one that we had been planned to be released a couple of months ago, but obviously things popped up that meant we had to sort of push the dates back. Um, so yeah. next week, we're going to be talking about Saint Maud. It's a movie that I've been really excited to talk about for some time. Have you seen it yet, Nico? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I think... I. I really don't know how you're going to feel about it. And I'm actually really intrigued to find out. This is one yeah. where, like, I am really interested to know what you think about this. Yeah. It's one of those ones that is kind of deemed, like, A24's slightly elevated horror, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's going to create a really interesting discussion. So um, I'm very much looking forward to hearing what you say. Yeah, because, well, you know me and religion, that's why it's like, mm, not yeah. really watched it. But sometimes they make for interest, it makes for an interesting conversation. Yeah, like one of my favourite ones is The Exorcist, do you know what I mean? The Exorcist, one of our top rated movies on the sh- that we've done on the show is The Omen. Yeah. The Omen still sits in our top five. Exactly, so, so yeah. but I, you, I can't avoid those. And you gave The Omen, it's one of only two movies on this podcast that you have given a perfect 10 to. You gave the Omen a 10. I, I would give it an 11 if I could. There you go. So there you go. Um, the other one, uh, I don't think and uh, we, anyone needs a more than one guess to figure out what the other one was. Yeah, Dog Soldier? No. <laughs> Very funny. Well, what could it be then? Could it possibly be The Boys of Lost? The Boys of Lost. I've never heard of that. Is that any good? Bo- the Boys of Lost. Um, apparently the, the sequel's much better. <laughs> you, you need to be set on fire <laughs> <laughs> anyways that is going to do it for this week's show so until next week on the pod of the damned just remember you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't